And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Verse 44, and he that was dead came forth, born, hand and foot, with great clothes. And his face was born about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Lose him and let him go. Go down to 53, verse 53 and 54. Then from that day, they took counsel together to put him to death. Verse 44. Jesus therefore walked no more openly among the Jews, but went thence unto a country near to the wilderness, into a city called Ephraim, and there continued with his disciples. I will be speaking on the topic of caption dwelling in safety. We all know the story of Lazarus in the book of John chapter 11 when Jesus heard that Lazarus was dead. It took some time before he stood up to go on that journey. By the time Jesus arrived, Lazarus had been dead, very, very dead, praise God, and was buried. But something happened when Martha met Jesus. And Jesus spoke to Martha about Lazarus resurrecting, not tomorrow, today. That Lazarus, your brother, will be resurrected. Martha never caught the revelation. And said, yes, Lord, I know that his resurrection will be in the last day in the day of the Lord but Jesus said to her say matter no I am the resurrection there was a testimony that people saw what they have never seen before There was a great feast of joy when Lazarus came back to life. Your testimony will either create room or create challenges. Every time the Lord guarantees or gives you a testimony or a breakthrough, there are men and women that will always rise up. So it is not just enough to get your breakthrough, but you have to move from the place of your breakthrough into believing the Lord for safety. 
if you read that scripture down in verse 53 the bible started talking about how they started plotting not just to kill jesus alone but to go ahead to kill lazarus for the second time let me announce to you child of god that there is a place called the secret place of God. Your testimony does not guarantee you the secret place. The secret place is a place where when you find yourself in them, no man, no power, nothing at all can touch you in the secret place of God. The Bible says, he that dwelleth in the secret place of God. There is a dwelling called the secret place. There is a place called the place of safety. Psalm 20 verse 7 says, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Where your trust is, is where your safety lies. I believe that the reason why they could not get a hold of Lazarus for the second time to kill him was because it wasn't just a mistaken resurrection. It did of Lazarus was not by it, it, it wasn't an error it was God ordained process to glorify the name of Jesus and to bring the gospel in the land of the Jews that situation you are going through that challenge you are going through that persecution you are going through is to glorify the name of Elohim in your life Lazarus was dead very very dead for four days and this testimony sparked everywhere I said no even when Jesus said he wants to get down to the tomb of Lazarus they said to him I said no this guy has been dead for four days now and by now he's smelling am I communicating with somebody Jesus said to them roll away the stone You may be going through things in life. You may be going through circumstances that nobody understands. You may be going through things that each time you put your knees down to pray, your situation shuts your mouth and shuts your antennas from connecting to heaven. Child of God, you need the secret place of God. You need a place called the place called the dwelling of safety. Dwelling in the safety of the Lord is the secret place of the Most High. Be prepared. Your testimony will attract enemies. Your testimony will attract enemies. Each time you testify of God's goodness, there are those that will rejoice with you and there are those that will look at you with the eye that you are not qualified to have it. I thought that 
the men and women of the city will be happy for Lazarus. I thought that they will rejoice and throw party in their houses and uh, you know you know you know and call people for celebration. But something happened. The Bible said they gathered themselves together and said, No, we can't allow this good thing to happen. I pray for someone today. Whosoever that lift up their hand to stop good in your life, in the name of Jesus, may that hand wither in Jesus' name. Verse 45 talked about many Jews that heard the good thing that happened. And do you know that the evil people came in the midst of the good people? The Bible called them the mixed multitude. That you had celebration in your house and people came. It's not everybody that came to your house to tell you, oh, congratulations, actually meant well for you. You may have been in the hospital for many years, many months, and many have given up on you. Already they, they were even putting their money together and say, it's time to bury her. It's time to bury him. It's time to just let go. But child of God, I've come with the good news for you today. It is not over until it is over. Bible said, who is it that saith the thing and it cometh to pass when the Lord God has commanded it not. God has not commanded your destruction, neither has God commanded your end. Your end is determined by God, not by any man, not by any doctor, not by any man, not by any woman. Your end is determined by God. The Bible said, Better is the end of a matter than the beginning thereof. For a living dog is better than a dead lion. When you trust, put your hope and your belief in God. No matter how the enemy come against you. No matter how strong they appear to be. Safety is of the Lord. Am I communicating with somebody? Safety is of the Lord. God will always stand for you. God will always bring you in the dwelling place, in the secret place. There is a secret place that is called the cave of Adullam. Uh, it was a place when David was running from Saul. And the Bible said that David found himself in the cave of Adullam. And Adullam is a place of safety. Adullam is a place of protection. Adullam is a place of security. If you ask me, what are you enjoying? I will tell you that child of God, since the pandemic started raging the whole world and the globe, I have been in the cave of Adola. I and my household and the ministry has been in the cave of Adola. In the cave of Adolam, God provides for you. The cave of Adolam is a dwelling place of safety. It's a place of security. It's a place that God covers you. It's a place where you depend on nothing but on God. 
the book of Psalms 21 verse 3 Psalms 21 verse 3 it said the horse is prepared against the day of battle he said but safety is of the Lord Psalms 21 verse 3 but safety is of the Lord it doesn't matter how secured you think your house is safety is of the Lord it doesn't matter how you think that your car is the latest model and has all the airbags safety is of the Lord let your trust not be in your bank account child of God safety is of the Lord Jesus brought out Lazarus from the pit of hell and in verse in verse, in verse, in chapter 12, chapter 12 of the book of John, chapter 12 of the book of John, and in verse number 9, he said, much people of the Jews therefore knew that he was there. Who was there? Jesus. And they came not for Jesus, uh, sorry, Lazarus. And they came not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus. Are you seeing that? They might see Lazarus. They might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. People are coming not because they are happy. They just want to confirm if this is true. They just want to confirm because the expectations of the wicked is that you will not make it. The expectations of the ungodly is that you will fall and never rise again. But I have good news for you. You shall rise and keep rising in the name of Jesus. No power of darkness will bring you down and pull you down. The Lord will exalt your horns like the horns of the unicorn. The Lord will set you on high and keep you victorious forever. They came to witness if this is true. May the testimony that God will bring your way in this season, may it shake your community in the name of Jesus. That amen is not born again. That amen is not strong enough. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord bring forth a rising song in your life. May a song rise from the depth of your heart. In the name of Jesus, may you sing a song of victory in this season. Many that expect your downfall, may they see you rise. In the mighty name of Jesus, nothing around you will die prematurely. verse number 10 and in verse number 10 but the chief priest consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death <laughs> ah touch somebody and say you can't kill me the second time <laughs> it is just impossible there is no man that dies twice from the day you gave your life to Christ and you were baptized, you died with Christ and resurrected with Christ. Am I communicating? So you are not just an ordinary believer. If you have understanding of who you are, you will know that you are a spirit. 
spirits don't die. You are a spirit. The person they used to know many years ago was dead. You know, when Lazarus resurrected, Lazarus did not just resurrect an ordinary human being. Lazarus res resurrected, he tested the power of resurrection. Jesus said, for I am the resurrection and life. So the kind of life Lazarus was operating with is not the ordinary life that was in the town. It was a super life that made Lazarus to become a superhuman being. Before that time, nobody heard about Lazarus. Before that time, Lazarus was nobody. But from the moment Lazarus resurrected from the grave, everybody started celebrating Lazarus. Everywhere Jesus goes, Lazarus is there. Every crusade Jesus goes, Lazarus is there to tell his testimony. Child of God, you will tell your testimony. And no power will stop you in the name of Jesus. You will tell your testimony. And because of the testimonies of Lazarus, they said we must kill him. <laughs> the Bible says, for affliction shall not rise again for the second time. Every affliction in your life, every affliction that the enemy has instigated around you, I prophesy to you today, it shall not rise again. I say it shall not rise again. The Lord will beat your foes before your face. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse number 11. He said, because that by reason of him, many Jews went away and believed on Jesus. You see, the reason why they wanted to kill Lazarus is to is to, is, to, is to diminish the testimony of Jesus. Child of God, people are after you not because of you, because of your dreams. People are after you attacking your character, assassinating your character, not because of you, but because of the kind of vision you carry. Jesus mounts the podium, he will give the testimony about Lazarus resurrecting. So they went after his testimony. They want to kill your testimony. So that tomorrow when you testify about it, they will say it's a lie. And when you say how? They will say after all the person is dead. The schemes of the enemy. All my life I've understand one thing that the only way to escape unnecessary battle is to be in the place in the dwelling place of God dwelling in a safe place and there is no other place on planet earth beneath the earth and above the earth that is safe other than in Christ child of God when you have Jesus Christ in your life, crisis will be gone. Lazarus may be an anyhow guy before he died, but after he was dead and resurrected again, he 
tested the resurrection and life and he saw how sweet power is and from that day the guy started sitting by the side of Jesus am I talking to somebody when you test the power of God you will know that there is a big difference between June and July am I talking to somebody when it tests the glory of God you will understand very well that there is what they call a better life you will understand that is what they call a more suitable lifestyle am I talking to somebody be in the place of Adola When, when they sought, when they sought to destroy him, Jesus was so powerful. The Bible says he walked in their midst, and they never saw him. They sought to lay their hands on him. And they were all hit with blindness. They couldn't see Jesus, but Jesus walked in their midst, and they could. That is how powerful you are as a believer. Don't let no devil trick you. You don't need to be a pastor to be a powerful believer. For as many that believe, God has given them the power to become the sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. I show you something in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah 54. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54, verse number 17. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified. Praise God. The psalmist the other day said, When the wicked come up against me at night to eat up my flesh, <laughs> say they stumble and fail. They stumble and fail. Each time the enemy rises up against you to touch you, they will always stumble and fall for your sake. Why? Because you are dwelling in safety. Safety is of the Lord and safety is God. Am I communicating with somebody? In verse number 17 of Isaiah 54, he said, No weapon that is formed against you will succeed. And every tongue that rises against you in judgment, he said, You, you will condemn until you open your mouth and condemn certain attacks in the realm of the spirit. You are not ready yet for victory safety and he said this peace righteousness security and triumph over opposition is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and this is their vindication from me says the Lord of hosts this is their vindication 
go to first peter first peter chapter 3 first peter 3 verse 13 first peter 3 verse 13 to 14 praise god first peter chapter 3 praise god Let's take from verse 1, please. First Peter 3 from verse 1. It said, Beloved, I am now writing this second letter in this, as it is in the first. I am stirring up your untamed mind to remind you that you should remember the words spoken in the past about the future by the holy prophets and by commandment of the Lord, Savior, given by your apostle, his personally chosen representative praise god he said first of all know without any doubt that mockers will come and the last days with their mocking and following after their own human desires mockers will come men and women will come to tease you over your testimony they will want to ridicule your testimony they want to pull your testimony down When you dwell in safety, no words from the powers of darkness will ever have a place in your life. Safety is of the Lord. And I declare over your life today, whatever that has made you to have, the, to have fears of uncertainty, the fear of not being able to be reassured and dwell in the place of assurance, for tomorrow. I decree that the spirit of fear be arrested in your family right now. Let the spirit of fear be arrested in your life. In the name of Jesus, whatsoever it is that brings fear into you, remind your fear that safety is of the Lord. It is not by might, nor by power, but by the spirit of God. And if that spirit that resurrect Jesus dwells in you. Oh my God. If that spirit dwells in you, you cannot be afraid of what your enemies will do. Let no man trouble me, for I bear the mark of Christ. When God has placed you in the place of safety, even if everybody is dying around you, you refuse to die. Even if everyone is failing around you, you refuse to fail. Why? Because you are in the cave of Adullam. Why? Because God has inscribed your name in the palm of his hands. Am I communicating with somebody? Don't get it twisted. Don't ask questions like what is happening. Everything is touching everybody and nothing is touching me. It's because God has placed you in the cave of Adullam place of safety and the place of safety when you dwell in the place of safety the Bible says, when many shall be saying there is a casting down 
you will be declaring say, there is a lifting up when many businesses will be shutting down you will be rising up am i communicating with somebody when many are burying their dead you will be celebrating the living am i communicating with somebody why because you are in the place of safety i have refused to cry like others and I have declared and I have confessed every day and night. Father, there will be no tears out of my eyes. Any tears that will come out of this eye shall be the tear of joy. Am I communicating with somebody? No, the Bible says no evil shall come close to my dwelling place. It says only with my eyes shall I behold the reward of the wicked. For a thousand shall fall at my right hand side. Ten thousand at my right hand. He said none shall come close to my dwelling place. It is a covenant that God has entered with us. Safety. 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 Safety is your inheritance. Assurance from heaven, not from man. The pandemic may be hitting everyone, but everyone in your rise up. Give God thanks. Look at yourself. You will understand what the glory of God is. People are terrified, but you are not terrified. Death is ravaging many, but it's not coming close to you. Why? Because the glory of Elohim is upon you. The time of Lazarus to die was not the time Lazarus died. And I tell you the truth, if it wasn't your time, and if it's not your time, you will never die. Death is by appointment. And you have the audacity to disappoint every appointment. That's why I tell you, child of God, do not be afraid of the terror by night. Don't be afraid of what flies up and down. Don't give your ears to evil news. Don't give your heart to, to, to evil meditations. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so shall he be. So stop thinking negative things and you will not see things that are negative. Lazarus received life back. Why? Because the life giver was present. Jesus was not looking for the power of resurrection he said i am the resurrection i am the resurrection i am the resurrection i am the resurrection so therefore when i appear everything dead will come back to life the bible says, blessed are the feet of those that carry the gospel for the fact that you are a gospel carrier you are a God carrier for the fact that you carry the gospel for the fact that there is the, the, the glory of God is upon your life you are mandated to be glorious and be successful everywhere you go let me show you something in the book of Luke praise God Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Jabalira Rusha. In the book of Luke, chapter 7, book of Luke, chapter 7, from verse 11, and it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him, and much people. Verse 12. Now, when he came nigh to the gates of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out. The only son of the mother, my God. And she was a widow. What more would have remained for a woman like that when death came and snatched the only joy she was having? What more would be for a woman as such when death came and took the only thing that she could look around after losing her husband? She could say, yeah, I'm consoled. So the only consolation, let me tell you, Satan is, 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 a, is a crazy guy. Satan goes after those things that gives you joy. That's why I tell people, I say, be careful what you put before God. Because anything you place before God will come under severe attack. And because they are before God in your life, they will not be able to stand the attack of the enemy. As a mother, as a father, don't put your kids before the things of God. Because they are not God. And they can't be God. Whatever you put before God becomes your God. That's why whatever that is connected to us, because we don't put them or put it before God, God preserves it. Let me tell you, God cannot preserve what is above him. And because there is nothing above God, so there is nothing above God to be preserved. Am I communicating with somebody? So the only thing God preserves is everything that comes under the government of God. You ask him, but pastor, I, 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 I believe yet my family is not preserved because you put your family before God. Pastor, I believe, but my job was not preserved. Even as a tither, hello, tithe has nothing to do with preservation. You can be, be, you can be a faithful tither, but, a, 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 but somebody that breaks the principles of God and you can't be preserved tight has nothing to do with preservation God is the one that preserves and like I said God can only preserve everything that is under him and under his government and the Bible says she was a widow and the Bible said verse 12 said much people of the city was with her so that tells you that this woman she was very popular just like Lazarus she was very popular verse 13 and when the lord saw her he had compassion on her and said unto her weep not i've come with the good news for you child of god today thus said the lord of hosts weep not the only thing you would do is to accept jesus christ and put him as your lord and personal savior if you can put jesus first in your family the grace of resurrection comes upon you. Even when the enemy shall rise up like a flood, the Bible says the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. 
and it came to pass that Jesus touched the bear and they that bear him stood still and he said young man I say unto thee arise arise in the name of Jesus as you rise up today in the name of Jesus nothing will pull you down I prophesy over you that whatsoever God has lifted up in your life God will preserve in the name of Jesus the Bible says seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and he said every other thing you seek for shall be added unto you let me tell you stop playing Christianity stop playing church stop playing religion Christianity is not religion. Christianity is the faith. Christianity is the faith. It's a spiritual activity, not logical activities. The reason why they attacked Jesus was because they failed to understand by a revelation that he has come to save mankind. You cannot operate with a man that lack revelation and the man operates in the flesh. The man of revelation and the man of the flesh or logical reasoning does not work together. You got to base your faith in God. When you base your faith in God, even when you are in the midst of terror, God preserves you. The Lord sends his angels to wrap you in their wings. The Bible said they will bear you in their arms so you will not dash your foot against the stone. That is what preservation is. Even in the midst of you giving up, God, don't give up on you. The woman was carrying her son to go and bury her only joy because Jesus, the son of God, the prince of peace was passing by and her joy was restored may your joy be restored that amen is not born again i say may your joy be restored in the name of jesus renew the right spirit in me david prayed david said cast me not away from your presence O lord your Holy Spirit from me. Say, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. What is the joy of your salvation? Preservation is the joy of your salvation. The, the ability to have the boldness to look at the faces of people and say to them, I and my family are preserved.